Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we educate you to purposefully self-medicate with music to build mental fitness and power your potential. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed music therapist and founder of Music for Life. I am delighted you have joined us as we explore together this month's national theme of professional wellness. During this show, we'll focus on life recovery, what to do if you find yourself leaning into substance abuse. We know that substance abuse negatively impacts our mental fitness. So I've invited an expert on our show today to give us tips about pitfalls and resources. Our special guest today is David Marlin, president of Solutions Recovery, Inc., the Las Vegas Drug and Alcohol Rehab Center located on the Solutions Wellness Campus. And he is also president of Solutions Recovery Foundation. Welcome, Dave, to the Music for Life radio show. Judith, thank you so much for inviting me on. I appreciate this opportunity to discuss both music and recovery, which are key in my life. Yeah, I know that you are so dedicated, Dave, to getting anyone and their loved ones out from under the shadows of addiction. Uh, I know that you sometimes make your... Go ahead. Oh, it's not just my job. It's really my calling. Uh, For 10 years, my my partner at business, Mike Adams, and I have been uh, totally dedicated to helping people suffering from the number one health problem in America, the disease that kills more people, addiction. And we treat it like a disease, and I'm... You know, grateful that we've been able to help directly about 3,000 people get clean and sober and indirectly, you know, obviously their family, their kids, their loved ones. And I'm uh, humbly grateful for the opportunity. So I know that in, in your own journey um, that you have not only gotten an MBA but also a master's in science for 
mental health counseling and the additional certificate as a certified addictionologist. So it just really calls attention to your passion and your dedication to the field to always be constantly learning more. It just seems like there's a new drug out there, right? That's like, what? How'd they find that? How'd they come up with that? Uh, it's true. Uh, in the 10 years that I've operated Solutions, I've watched Las Vegas shift from you know, drugs like cocaine and methamphetamine to, uh, to a shift towards opiates. I've watched some of the club drugs change as Molly came on the scene and then bath salts and now synthetic cannabinoids or, or spice. We're also seeing drugs like uh, crocodile come in and, uh, and, and some other new drugs. So it, uh, it's, you could call it a cat and mouse game. It's, uh, it's a constantly changing landscape but one where recovery is always an answer if drugs and alcohol begin uh, controlling you. So, Dave, as we look at um, our journey into what professional wellness is, you know, for those listeners that could be ongoing, hmm, I wonder if I have a problem or not, you know, it's, it's, when you, you know, because there, there are many people that will choose to have a drink of alcohol. And it's, it's noticing when it could become a problem. So what, what can you share with our listeners to notice that, you know, that crossover of where it now becomes a problem? No, that's a great question. I actually asked myself for many years, and it's really a, a simple answer. If if you compulsively use despite negative consequences, and it's really just that two-question test, do I compulsively use and are there negative consequences? So if you find yourself compulsively using, like you have some drinks and then you end up having more drinks in your life and you do it compulsively, that's an indication. But it could be fine. It could be fine if there's no negative consequences. But if you find you compulsively use and there's negative consequences like you don't go to work or you get a DUI or your physical health is suffering or you have a relationship problems as a result of it. So it's, do I compulsively use despite negative consequences? Now, if you're still wondering and you're not sure, you're kind of on the fence about it, I always encourage people at Solutions Recovery, we give assessments for free. And people could come down, it takes about an hour and a half, you come to an assessment with a licensed master's level therapist, and the two of you will help you answer that question for yourself. Well, that is great information for listeners to know that they can access that, have the confidentiality um, of being able to come in and, and find out. Because it's you know we just we don't want to get into that downward spiral, and as we talk about our music listening habits, it's very possible that your music choices can be supporting an, an addiction lifestyle. Um, and so, as I work with solution clients, we really dive into how our drug choices may mirror our music choices, and that our music choices may keep us stuck in a cycle that continues to trigger moods that clients want to numb 
with their drug of choice. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So it's getting the clients to realize, you know, because of, of course what's happening is they, they may come into recovery, right, and they're now sober, so they don't have their drug of choice, and also what's happened is they now do not have their music of choice. It's been taken away as well, so it's almost like a, a double withdrawal for them. And they know that I actually support that because it's very likely that their music listening habits have supported their addiction and so to be able to be able to go cold turkey on both habits and take a fresh look at how their music has been in their life, and they they've got more clear-headed uh, functioning to be able to look at it without being um, consumed with listening to it all the time. So it's a real interesting journey that they go on. So when we look at music medicine, Dave, I asked you to you know reflect on what music you use, and it's really about life recovery. Um, so when you want to stay balanced and stay in, in the game of life, I noticed that you have one choice here that's pretty great. It's called I Can See Clearly Now. Mm-hmm. So we have a link to it on our website here with Jimmy Cliff. So my, my curiosity is twofold here for you, Dave. Can you tell me why you chose Jimmy Cliff? Because there's so many different arrangements out there, right? So why Jimmy? And that's a great question. And, and and to me, the most beautiful moment in my life has really been when when I made the switch from a guy who, you know, I used to tell myself I like to party, or I really like to, to drink. I like a martini. I like a cold beer. I earned it. When I changed from that guy to the sober man that I am today, a man who, you know, I want to contribute to society. I want to be useful. Uh, it's important to me to be a good father. As, as I changed to a sober person, you know, that song really uh, epitomizes that moment, which to me, I've I got glasses in eighth grade, and I remember being able to see. That was great. My son was born, and I remember 13 years old holding him. That was a great moment. But the best moment of my life was becoming free, not realizing that I was a prisoner of alcohol and drugs, and becoming free, and that song epitomizes it for me. Wow. So for our listeners, here are the lyrics. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's going to be a bright, bright, bright sunshiny day. Oh, yes, I can make it now. The pain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is the rainbow I've been praying for. It's going to be a bright, bright, bright sunshiny day. Look all around. There's nothing but blue skies. I can see clearly now. So it does a lot of repeating a very positive lyric. Yeah, and and for me, you know, that's what recovery's been. I, I thought that someone was trying to take away my cheese, that someone was trying to take away, you know, a cold beer at the end of a workday, and I couldn't imagine, you know, me willingly doing that. And once I surrendered, which was a hard thing for a, an iron-willed guy like me to do, once I surrendered, 
that's that's what appeared. Life became easier. Uh, I, I and you know it became a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Yeah, and it's interesting to notice that this particular arrangement that you chose has got the happy reggae rhythm with Jimmy Cliff, which is not normally the way that it is performed. And you chose an arrangement that has this reggae style to it. Yeah, you know, I still I still enjoy a lot of bands that are uh, associated with the counterculture or the drug culture. You know, sometimes I really like hip-hop. Um, I like uh, some of the electronic music. I like reggae. I still like, you know, acid rock. Uh, so, so to me, you know, being being sober and being clean, I could really appreciate some things. Uh, you know, to me, I've been, well, uh, I, I've been to Jamaica clean, and I've been to Jamaica before I got clean, and I actually appreciated uh, being in Jamaica after I got clean. I, I actually appreciate most things in life that I thought I appreciated, but I was kind of clouded or dull. My senses, my palates, uh, my eyes, you know, were, were dulled by uh, by alcohol, and, and I call it alcoholic thinking. As we look at the different um, effects of drugs and alcohol, um, it's interesting to notice how it does shift and change and cloud our mindset to be not totally clear. And, and I work also with musicians that come through that have had drug problems who may have never played their instrument or in a band when they were sober. And being able to hear the music differently and more clearly, um, not thinking that they could ever play again, you know, sober. But the only way they could do it was to um, be using. And so it's just real interesting to go through that and to notice how your mindset changes and clears up. I know that you're like over the top, Dave, with all the stuff that you're involved with. I remember... You know, one time going, what? You're in New Zealand doing what? <laughs> so I'm looking at all these activities that that you that consume you, and and their activities that that you involve your son with as well. And I'm just so impressed with how you utilize your time. You must get up like at three in the morning and go to bed at midnight and get three hours of sleep a day, right? Well, I I don't sleep as as much as I used to when I was taking and using, I, I wake up at five each day and, and my, my mornings are something that I really cherish. They're, they're quiet and, uh, and, and really wonderful. I do travel the world and, and often with my son and, uh, and, and we enjoy that. But, you know, what comes to mind while you were talking is there's so many clients who've come to us who were musicians at one point in their life or they had a musical musical side to them, and then they started partying because the whole sex, drugs, rock and roll. So they started partying or drinking, and then they found that their passion, their love of music, became dulled. It became diminished. And once they get clean, and then they start, they pick up an instrument again, and they're they're more 
Their senses are more alive. They're more aware. Things are less dull. And, and I've talked to many, many clients who have become really appreciative of music for life and the experience that they have uh, under your tutelage at, uh, at Music for Life on the Solutions Wellness Campus. Oh, thank you, Dave. It's, you know, the other um, pitfall for them is that they sell their instruments and their equipment for drugs. So now they have nothing even to play on, so now they have nothing in their life. Um, and so they really crave it by the time they get to recovery where Music for Life is there to support them. Um, I just, I love working with your clients. They are so ready for change. Um, I think that your admissions staff are really good at supporting them with making the right decision for coming in so that they can have the optimal benefit. Because if you're not ready for recovery, you're not going to be serious about it. And I find that many of the clients that I work with at Solutions are really serious about it. The admissions team at Solutions, and there's there's six of them, and we man the phone 24 hours a day. So if you call 702-228-8520, one of our admissions team will answer. And they not only will meet with you and help you talk through whether or not you need to get an assessment, how to get an assessment, but they'll work with your insurance company. And most people don't realize that all the major insurances, now that uh, the Affordable Care Act has mandated rehabilitation as one of the essential benefit plans, everybody's health insurance has to cover this. So our admissions people not only help you and, and teach you what you need to bring and, and help you with arrangements, but they end up advocating for you. And whether it's working with your family members whether it's working with your insurance company, whether it's arranging for to, to feed your parakeet while you're in treatment. Our admission staff, you know, they really think out of the box and they take care of uh, whatever they have to to help save someone from this deadly disease. Hmm. So in addition to Solutions Recovery, you decided somewhere along the line that you also needed to found a foundation. So we have Solutions Recovery Foundation. Dave, what is important about what that foundation provides? Well, when I opened up Solutions Recovery 10 years ago with Mike Adams, you know, we just opened it up as a corporation. Uh, I've been trained. I've worked in an insurance company for years. It was the only thing I knew. Uh, while I was working, I realized that having an entity which was a 501c3 nonprofit charity that could do education, that could help with raising awareness, that could provide uh, access to treatment, that could address recovery events. Uh, I found that that was really important. So uh, the Solutions Recovery Foundation is the third nonprofit that uh, that I developed and, and that's still operating. It's a 501c3. And uh, Greg Worley is, is the guy who uh, who's running it. And uh, he does a really good job having regular events. So it's to really increase awareness in our community 
about resources and um, what to watch out for is danger signs. You know, because I, I know for myself, and I, I know that everybody has a direct connection to addiction, myself included. And, you know, I, I'm becoming really aware of how that creates so much stress and drama and trauma in a family. And to be able to um, know where the resources are, to be able to reach out, know, know what to plug into, what to look out for, how to support somebody correctly, you know, all of that is just really crucial. So I see the the reason for the foundation existing to to be able to provide that is essential. So I encourage what is is there a next event that the foundation is doing that we need to highlight here? I know we're going to talk about the lunch and learns, but is there something that the, the foundation is they, coming up with soon? They, they do, and they have an event every month, and it's a fun event to sponsor uh, recovery. Lots of people that are in recovery come to it. Uh, last weekend, they had a, a beanbag toss event. Over 50 people showed up. They had, uh, uh, what was it, 26 uh, of those cornhole games, and, and folks were playing. It was really a fun event. There was food and music. Uh, I know they have a bowling event coming up next month. The best thing to do is just go to solutionsrecoveryfoundation.org, check the website, and every month they have recovery-oriented events. They also work with the Clark County School District to provide information for kids because while I love treating people and helping people get off drugs, if I could give some children or a young person information so they don't have to go as far down the road to the point they need treatment and they make a, a healthier decision to not try meth or not try heroin in the first place, you know, to me, that's even a greater win. Yeah. So with the, um, in tandem with that, I know that Solutions Recovery um, is got some fabulous community partnerships um, to educate the health professional about recovery choices. And so you've got monthly lunch and learns that people can actually earn continuing education units off of. Is that yeah. true? Now, it is true. We have a different speaker on the last Friday of the month at 12 o'clock. So you can come in for an hour, grab lunch, listen to a speaker uh, address uh, address an addiction or recovery or mental health-related uh, topic. So I know that this is a one-stop shop campus. So they can go into the cafe on campus and grab something to eat and take it into the event center there, or what do you recommend? Uh, uh, the, the, the cafe is open six days a week, and uh, there's a little recovery shop in the back where you could buy 12-step medallions, or uh, uh, they have all, all different uh, frame pictures and, and kind of recovery-type positive slogans. Uh, there's also, in, in addition to music for life, and I know you guys are putting on drum circles and have, doing music therapy. You, you haven't talked about your vibroacoustic bed yet, which I think is amazing. <laughs> you know what, I, w I will share with that, with you, Dave, and our listeners, that that vibroacoustic bed 
can provide a state of euphoria that resembles the euphoria on drugs that they were used to. And now they realize that they can achieve that state of mind without using. And it gives them that confidence as well as significantly reducing emotional tension by using this vibroacoustic technology that merges sound frequencies, binaural beats, visuals, as well as the vibration in the bed to really bring about a kinesthetic, visual, and auditory relaxation technique, taking you down to that theta state in as little as 10 minutes. So, yeah, the clients benefit from that and love to go on that bed. I, I bet. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, after I, you know, put down drinking and I was able even just to to do a yoga class or to to meditate, I was able to meditate different and better than I ever had before, you know, once I was clean and sober for a little bit of time. And, and I learned to savor that time. Um, you know, much like clients come out of uh, a music group where, you know, they form a, a, like a very close, uh, harmonious, uh, community while, while, you know, in, in a drum circle, and it's, it's something really special. You know, it's usually when they are... So when we're thinking about professional wellness, if you notice that you are isolating from friends, from family, for whatever reason, it's, stress can really build the desire sometimes to isolate. And if you notice that in your isolation that you're starting to use um, drugs or alcohol to numb feelings, then that's an opportunity to say, hey, you know what, I'm not sure I want to continue going down this road. And pay attention to also what kind of music you're listening to because that could help to take you into a spiral down that's going to be more difficult to get out of. So as we look at this theme of professional wellness. It's really about being aware internally about what's going on and that's really what I support clients with is being more personally aware as they now are getting themselves out of isolation and having to build community. So these drum circles and the things that we do in the music therapy groups are all designed for them to be able to notice with me what their musical behaviors are and to connect them with what their social behaviors either have been or are currently so that it gives them a deeper insight into who their true self is and how they've been acting out or how what kind of path they're on right now and how that might outpicture and how that might anticipate certain outcomes, whether positive or negative, in their recovery. I have them choose theme songs, for instance, um, and I tell them that based on what they cho- what they choose, I can pretty much predict how fast they might be relapsing if they're discharging soon. So they're always really interested in that kind of woo-woo kind of perspective. And, um, and I enroll them in understanding what that means as they look differently at a song that they chose. You know, that they say, so a theme song, Dave, and I'm sure you've got one, a theme song is where you know every single word and the music you just love and it tells your life story. And so in understanding and analyzing it with the client, they soon become aware 
of how their drug is still operating in their music choices even though they're sober and how that music choice could trigger them into relapses if that's what they choose to listen to over and over after discharge. It's a very interesting journey that we go on as they begin to become more aware of how they're working inside. Uh, That makes sense to me, and I can't imagine anybody who would be better at it than uh, than you, Judith. Um, Mm. Being the first licensed music therapist in Nevada and being like I am dedicated to recovery. Um, you know, you've been dedicated to music therapy. So uh, it, it makes sense to me that nobody would be better at it than you would. Uh, I thought it was interesting that you taught me that we could use music and we could use set lists to modify our moods. And that if I'm feeling down or I'm feeling anxious, that I could develop, a, with you, I could develop a set list on my iPod, and I could say, you know what, um, this is my anxiety set list. I'm going to put this on, and it's going to help address it. So rather than having to, to go to a benzodiazepine or take a Xanax, that rather than using something chemical, the fact that I could use something musical, and it works maybe even more effectively and, and obviously without the uh, the negative side effects. That That is a, an awesome skill that uh, that you taught me, and I'm so appreciative of it. Oh, well, thank you. In fact, we've done so many case studies um, on this music medicine sequence formula that we have been approved now for a manuscript that was submitted over a year ago to a medical journal, and it is going to be published this year. And so it will be one of many to come but we're so pleased <laughs> that that's going to be officially out there in research journal. Dave, I am so appreciative of you being able to take time out of your busy schedule to be with me on the show today. Uh, absolutely my pleasure, Judith. Um, you know, what, one thing I'll tell you is that uh, for, the, for the, the time that you've been on the solutions wellness uh, I'm just saying, the time you've been on the campus, I encourage everybody to come visit Judith Pinkerton's Music for Life campus at 2975 South Rainbow. It's amazing, and you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.